Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hello, friends. I read this quote from Robin Williams that I wanted to share with you today. He said, I used to think the worst thing in life was to end up all alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is to end up with people that make you feel all alone. So many of us can relate to this one, right? It's exquisitely, painfully ironic to be in the presence of others and to still feel lonely inside. The contrast is brutal. I was reflecting on this quote and on the idea of loneliness in general. And what struck me is that loneliness seems to be about resonance. Do we resonate with the life we've built, with our work, the people around us, the people closest to us, our environment? Or is there dissonance? When we don't resonate, we tend to feel disconnected, like things are happening around us, but we're out of step. And that out of stepness is what loneliness is really about when you get down to the heart of it. We live in a culture that heavily associates the idea of loneliness with relationship status. Are you lonely? Just go find a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Oh, and once you do, that's the cure-all. You'll never feel lonely again if you're in a relationship. I mean, nothing could be further from the truth. Loneliness is not about relationship status. It's about our capacity for connection. It's about whether or not we're building lives that resonate with our souls and yield to deeper connections, not just with other people, but with life itself. So let's uncross these wires. The answer to loneliness isn't jumping into the quote unquote right relationship. Healing loneliness is about opening the pathways for connection within ourselves. What does that look like? Well, it can look like connecting with the beauty of the day, the sunlight coming into your room in the morning, or the sound of rain against the windows, the crooked bottom teeth in your dog's smile, the first bite of a meal that's been cooked with love, making eye contact with a stranger, bringing a sense of aliveness and care to the ordinary daily events of our lives. This is something that every single one of us can do. And as we do it, we're teaching ourselves to appreciate and connect with the experience of our lives one moment to the next. And as that habit establishes itself, our loneliness dissipates. The fractured nature of our attention, the ways we've trained our brain to stare down at our phones and scroll past other people's stories, other people's lives, looking for what's next, what's next, what's next. This has everything to do with loneliness as well. There's a loneliness that so many of us struggle with that is like a longing for things to matter more, for our lives to feel more profound, less fleeting. One of the ways we address this is by literally slowing down the way we show up inside of our lives, savoring, lingering. This is deeply soothing to our nervous system 
and to the part of us that's bearing the weight of that longing. You know, we want so much from our lives, but we have to think about what we're willing to give. Louise Hay used to say that life is pretty simple, actually. What you put in is what you get back. When we put in our wholeheartedness, when we're willing to slow down, to really listen, to speak from a place of care and not autopilot, to give our authentic attention, what we get back is a feeling of fullness and resonance and connection. And these are the remedies for loneliness. Friends, I would never interrupt our time together unless there was something legitimately important to share, and this definitely qualifies. Did you know that your conscious mind is only steering the ship 5% of the time? That's right, 5%. That means 95% of the time we're operating out of our subconscious minds. And this is what makes healing so challenging for us. We have to access that deeper subconscious mind if we want to reprogram our negative limiting beliefs and live more empowered, joyful lives. So how do we do this? We do it through affirmation work. Affirmation work is one of the most powerful ways to accelerate your healing and take your life to the next level. I've been engaged with this work passionately for over a decade now. And it's my great pleasure to be able to share it with you. So if you head over to my website, marywelch.com, and visit the meditation section, you can choose between nine different guided meditations, each based on a specific pain point, like the desire to release difficult feelings or toxic relationships, or generate more wealth or self-love in your life. Each meditation is a collection of positive affirmations recorded with corresponding solfeggio hertz frequencies to optimize your listening experience and open your heart and mind to receive these messages and begin integrating them into your subconscious mind where they can replace your negative beliefs over time. It is my deep joy to share this work with you. I hope you'll experience great healing from this offering. Head on over to marywelch.com when you get a chance and check it out. You know, we're not just speaking existentially here when we're talking about loneliness. The issue of loneliness is very serious. You know, we're not just indulging something existential here. The issue of loneliness is very serious. Research has come out in recent years citing higher rates of dementia, heart disease, and stroke for people who describe themselves as lonely. Ongoing loneliness is said to be as hazardous for our health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Why? Because we're living against our nature when we're living lonely lives. Our nature is to connect. It's how we're built as humans. So when our capacity to connect is blocked, either by the circumstances in our lives or our bad habits or the cumulative unprocessed trauma that so many of us are carrying around inside, we experience loneliness. We experience that painful gap between the way we're living versus the way we're meant to live. It's like an animal that's built to run who's forced to live in a cage. When we can't honor our true nature, when we can't meet those basic primary needs, we suffer deeply. 
So how do we live more in tune, in resonance with our true nature? That's a much more productive question than how do we stop feeling lonely? And, and I think the answer lies in so many of the things we've touched on today. Going slow, taking the time to savor, to listen, to respond thoughtfully, to pay attention, to bring the fullness of our hearts to everything we do, to notice the little details and to appreciate how the more deeply we engage with our lives, the more connected and whole we feel. The poet Hafiz wrote, don't surrender your loneliness so quickly. Let it cut you more deep. Let it ferment and season you as few humans and even divine ingredients can. Something missing in my heart tonight has made my eyes so soft, my voice so tender, my need for God absolutely clear. I've shared this quote on the podcast before because it's one of my all-time favorites, and I wanted to mention it on today's show because it's another way of approaching loneliness that feels important. Our loneliness is often connected to our perceived separateness from God, from source, however you define it for yourself. This kind of loneliness, the more spiritual flavor, can serve as a powerful wake-up call that we need to work on the relationship with our soul. We're too much in our humanness. We've lost the balance. That need for God, as, as Hafiz describes it, is absolutely clear. It's the need to feel connected to our own vastness, to the universe we're suspended within right now. What are ways that you navigate loneliness in your life? Does your experience of loneliness feel like it has more to do with other people? Or is it this kind of spiritual loneliness we just touched on? Is it a loneliness from yourself, feeling a lack of resonance or a disconnection from your authentic self? It sounds so strange that we could feel lonely with ourselves, but we absolutely can. I'll tell you one thing. I feel less lonely inside my life when I'm hard at work on this show, which is very meaningful to me and would not be happening right now without the kindness and support of all of you out there who are listening. So thank you for taking the time to connect with me. And I share the merit of any positive outcome from this work with you, and I believe in you. I believe in your capacity to find your way out of whatever cage might be holding you back right now, and in your capacity to find your way back to that true nature self, which is never separate from you, never as far as it seems. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. Till next time, friends.